0: Elon Musk says living a happy, successful, and meaningful life comes down to four simple things. Do you think that's true? Uh, It makes sense. Mm -hmm. I mean. Do you think putting life into four simple things will get you ahead? Now, this coming from the richest person in the world. Well, I was going to
1: say, if it worked for him. It might (laughs) work
0: for us. It might. A lot of people don't take advice nowadays. They usually let failure be the end of trying.
1: Well, a lot of people don't take advice because they think they don't need it.
0: Or they know it all.
1: No, that's the best kind.
0: (laughs) Now, she said that (laughs) sarcastically. What do you mean by that?
1: Because the younger generation thinks they freaking know everything, and they never want anybody's opinion or anyone's advice, even though they're probably screwing crap up.
0: Well, they're going to shoot back at us saying, well, you did the same thing when
1: you were younger. Yeah, we did. That's why we know it's smarter not to do what you're doing. (laughs) It's like, come on.
0: There's a lot of stuff that people would like to change in their lives. Problem is, you can only move forward. You can't correct the
1: past. No, you can't correct what's already been done. Why do people keep trying then? To I don't know. Maybe feel like they've succeeded by correcting something they screwed up on.
0: Well, a lot of people say being successful is you got money and it really don't put into the account, like he said, happiness and a meaningful life. I don't think rich people are successful because of the money they have.
1: Well, you can be a successful person and not be the richest man around. You can be successful at little things. And I think the little things are what matters. I think the little things are way more important. To you and
0: to your family, because after all, we forget that family is the only thing we really got. Friends come and go. Associates come and go. Definitely. Coworkers come and go. Coworkers come and go.
1: The only thing you really have is you and your own.
0: And I think it's more of your immediate family, meaning your kids and you. Even those outside your family.
1: Well, people that are family, like your extended family, like your parents and whatnot, I consider those exp. Expe- oh, my God. It's a Hollywood. Not, we're it's a Hollywoodism it, Monday. No, it, it's a
0: Chinadolism.
1: Oh, on a Monday. We go got figure. a new name for China.
0: Chinadolism. Chinadolism.
1: So where was I? About your
0: immediate <laughs> immediate
1: family. family. I always consider your spouse and your kids. And then after that, I consider that your extended family, even your own parents and whatnot, I consider that extended family, your brothers, your sisters, that to me is extended family. And
0: there's a huge difference between the two.
1: Um, Yes, there is. Because your immediate family, which would be your spouse and your children, they see you on a day to day basis. They know the struggles that you go through. They witness everything. Where your extended family only know bits and pieces of your life. They don't know your whole life.
0: Do you notice once you get married and get out there that you keep more and more to yourself To yourself, and only with, you know, say, your kids and stuff?
1: Yeah, I do. I do notice that a lot because... I think it's better. I think it's better to keep your extended family at arm's length and keep your immediate family to where you can hug them. Because let's be honest, <laughs>
0: with an extended family they always get involved in your marriage. I never believed in getting involved in anybody's
1: marriage. No, but it does happen and a it lot. Make, and
0: it makes it worse. I think that contributes to a divorce rate.
1: I think it does because, you know, they only hear parts of the stories. They don't hear the full story. They also usually only hear one side of the story. They don't hear both sides of the story. And, and they
0: always have predetermined outcomes that they want to push.
1: Oh, definitely, 100%. That's why it's better, kind of, to keep a lot of stuff to yourself. And We and did that a lot. Yeah, we did. Where we
0: didn't want the outside to know what the hell's going on in our marriage because it was none of their business.
1: We still do it. Oh, all the time.
0: <laughs> it's nobody's business but your own.
1: It's like the only ones that really know what's going on are the three of us in this house. <laughs> because that's And it. our daughter. Well, our daughter, but.
0: And you already, I, I already seen I, what I, can happen when you have somebody try to get involved in your marriage.
1: Oh, yeah, I see it. I've seen it a few different times. How did
0: that make you feel with them trying to get involved?
1: Mm, Like me saying, mind your business, it's none of your business.
0: And how did that affect you, You don't live my
1: my day-to-day life, and you don't pay my bills. And it affected you greatly. It, like, extremely affected me because it was like you felt like you were put in the middle. And you should never have to feel that way. No, you shouldn't.
0: But at the same time, do we have to blame ourselves for letting it get to that point?
1: In a sense, you got to blame yourself for letting it get that mm-hmm. far. I mean, I blame myself for letting it get that far. But I wasn't the only one to, at, to blame. No, you weren't. The extended family member was all, was more to blame than I was.
0: Yeah, it's basically, well, you've seen it with my kid. I won't even get involved unless it's serious. Yeah. Other than that, I want nothing to do with it. Well,
1: it's like you got to sit there and you got to think and and you got to tell people, whether they're family, friends, whatever, that if you're going to make somebody choose between you and someone else, keep in mind, you're probably not going to be chosen.
0: Oh, you're damn right. Or you wouldn't have to bring it up in the first place.
1: Exactly.
0: And I think that rolls into what we're talking about, happy and successful. Mm -hmm. You got to be successful at holding your own at home.
1: Yeah, definitely. And if you can't be successful, you got to figure out why you're not successful.
0: That's why I always said something. You know, a lot of people want to give you advice and shit mm-hmm. all throughout your life. And if your youngness is going to happen to you, they're going to give you advice, especially when it comes to money. If they're broke asses and they can't even pay their bill, why in the hell would anybody want to take advice from them?
1: They'd be the worst person to take, advice but people from. do it all the time. Oh yeah, they do because they they always got to put they always got to put in their two cents. Well, give me let me tell you right now, I'm gonna flick that two cents back at you, throw you a quarter, and say, "Call someone who cares."
0: Ouch!
1: Because Damn, you know what, I am not gonna ship. take advice from somebody that can't even pay their own bills.
0: By the way, members only is gonna be on Wednesday. Yes, I had to switch it around a little bit, uh, work schedule and stuff. But uh, China Dow just said it right. Uh, throw a quarter at them and uh, call somebody who
1: cares. Yeah. Because it's like, don't voice your opinion unless your opinion is asked for.
0: I, I've been finding lately that people's opinions are starting to get to me. Yeah. Where I get all of a sudden, who the hell asked you?
1: Yeah. I mean, unless unless you're stating a question to a specific person, they they really should just shut up.
0: And that's hard for a lot of people to do. And sometimes just shut up.
1: And sometimes I'm not going to lie. It's hard for me because it's like there's so many times when you just want to be like eh, and you want to say something, but you stop yourself because you're like, no, I don't want to get involved in that. Because then guess what? It's you voice your opinion. This they, China likes freaking drama. I don't like it. It's just funny sometimes. Uh, they, the, it's like you voice your opinion, and if they take your opinion and they're unsuccessful at what you told them, that they, here's they're gonna what I blame you. They, then it's your fault, and it's like so. It's better just to like sit there and go, oh yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, do like Hollywood and fake like you're listening. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Just
0: fake it. Take it to make it, baby.
1: Fake it till you make it.
0: And that's one of the reasons why I don't like getting involved in relationships, because it's always going to end up bad on you. It's always going to be your fault. It's your fault. No matter what. And yeah. I, I don't see why people would ask relationship
1: advice outside of the marriage. I mean, we give some advice when we do the shows, but the funny thing yeah, is it's a show. It's a show. But not to mention, it's not our personal advice. We're reading stuff off articles mm-hmm. <laughs> that Somebody wrote Yeah, we're up. covering subjects we're covering specific topics. do we want your guys's opinion during the show? Hell yeah because no we, I'm
0: talking about it we vibe a, off it <laughs> if you're in a situation where you're married, I don't see why others you should seek advice from especially
1: if you want if the person you're seeking advice from's never been married or was is divorced Oh that's
0: the big one.
1: I mean you don't want to see seek marriage advice from someone that's divorced or never been married. I mean, because I think that's going to really be like the dumbest advice you ever got, (laughs) because then you're going to be like, well, now I see why you're divorced or you've never been married. (laughs) It's worse from women, though. Yeah, because women, man, women are hard on each other. Let me tell you. No,
0: women are too
1: chatty. A little, a little or a lot.
0: I think women cause a lot of problems for other women.
1: Well, being honest, they do. They do. That's why it's like a lot of times it's best just to keep your opinion to yourself. And a lot of people ain't going to do that. Hell nah. They always want to be in the middle of it.
0: Especially if you got a single female friend. She's always up in your stuff.
1: Oh, definitely. 100% factual. You got a single friend. You're married. Let's say you two are out doing, you know, out at the bar. Right. I don't think it works. Most the single female is going to be bouncing around and you're just going to be sitting there being like, what the hell?
0: Or could it like the you, odd man out? No, or entices you
1: into something and into something you're going to regret. And you got to admit that happens. Oh, that does happen. That's why it's like I prefer hanging out with those that are in a relationship of some sort. And because that's not
0: being mean it's, to the it's, single it's, person. It's
1: kind of it's kind of uh, a safety zone when you're hanging out. Well, you got to with...
0: ask yourself if you got a friend. I mean, why are they still single after 10 years? Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> for real. I mean, and they don't even have to be married for me to hang out with them. As long as they're in a relationship with somebody, then I'm okay with that. So you already separate yourself. I separate myself from the single women.
0: Is that looked gonna... upon bad or? I'm sure that the, I'm sure sure the single
1: women will frown upon the fact that I won't hang out with them because they're single. Will I talk to you? Sure. I'm going to, I'll associate with you, but. If you call me up and you're single and you want to go out to the bar, the answer is gonna be no.
0: Now, a lot of people will freak out over that. Why?
1: Because I'm not gonna get myself into something I'm gonna have regrets for. Because a single person's basically out there looking, looking to get hooked up, in my opinion. Not maybe not all the time, but majority of the time. Mm-hmm. They're looking for who they're gonna be with that night or something to that matter. And it's like, yeah, I would no.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be your wing wing woman that I don't think a man should have a, uh, you know, a man should be concerned about a situation like that.
1: I mean, they'd be leaving you sitting here going, what the hell kind of mischief are they going to get into? She's single. China's not. Hmm. And
0: that's the fact to life.
1: Yeah. And why sit here and make you wonder what we're doing or where we're going, or whatever the situation may be, and why bring headaches into our relationship because a single female wanted me to go take her to go hang out with her at a bar. And that's
0: exactly what's happening. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how much you think you trust your wife, your girlfriend when she's going out with a single woman, yeah. There's going to be problems. I'm telling you, I've seen it a
1: million times. Now, see me, I'm more prone to actually just going out by myself, Mm. to be honest with you, especially since we live in a town that's got seven bars on the next block. I tend to go by myself because I know everybody that's there. (laughs) But you ain't
0: going out for mischief.
1: No, I just go there to like
0: basically you don't got somebody prodding you.
1: No, I I like to sit there. I actually end up sitting at like the end of the bar, or I go over the jukebox if there's no DJ or whatever, and I'll play music, just to sit there and think about everything that went on the whole week, you know, and kind of be like, oh, you know, I could have done that different, you know.
0: You actually do that?
1: Yeah, I do. That
0: that's you, one of the reasons. Never told me that before.
1: Yeah, that's one of the reasons why I like actually going out to the bar. I mean, yeah, I like to you know socialize with people because everybody there lives in town or their customers at the gas station. So it's like, I pretty much know everyone that walks in the door, but it's like, you know, I'll go there and sit there and socialize for a while. But then I do get that, you know, half hour where I like to sit off where there's nobody else. And I just think about how my week went. And if I could have changed something for that week, a lot of people
0: wouldn't do that though. No, unless something went wrong and they go and get drunk.
1: I mean, well, there's that. I mean, I kind of I think
0: a man should be
1: worried about a single friend that a, a wife has. Um, I would be. I personally and this is
0: coming from a woman now.
1: I personally I personally uh, I don't associate a lot with single women. Well, we know that. But what about
0: somebody else? Should they trust a single woman with their wife?
1: To be honest, not really. Ouch. <laughs> I and mean, out, throwing some shit down today. I mean, to be honest, no, because the single woman has ulterior motives.
0: What are you going to say? What to if th- the
1: single woman that's a friend finally decides they're going to say, well, I don't like your husband. That
0: usually happens.
1: And then, damn, shit's going down.
0: I find that usually happens.
1: I mean. That's why you're not supposed to get involved in anybody else's shit. No, but the single women usually like to get involved in other people's shit.
0: This coming from a woman again. I'm going to say it over and over again. It's not coming from Hollywood. Oh, no, it ain't time. coming from Hollywood.
1: It's coming from me because I have had past experiences with that situation and it's I'm sure our audience has too. And it's really freaking annoying. And I think friendships break up cuz of that. A lot of a lot of times it does. I mean, I wouldn't want to be that single friend you know, hanging out with a, a married person and, you know, stick my nose where it doesn't belong. Because you really belong. don't
0: got anything in common anymore.
1: It's like they're married and, and you notice when your friends get married, it's like they kind of change a little bit.
0: They start pulling away, which they should.
1: Yeah. and So if you're single and you got married friends, I mean, I think, you know, then sometimes you feel like you're the third wheel.
0: and Well, we're really, what do you got in common with them?
1: Not much, just whatever was going on in the past, but nothing that's going to be going on in the future.
0: And the past ain't going to get you into
1: a good future. No. I mean, there's some... That's why I think you don't talk to anybody
0: from high school anymore.
1: We've hung around with single people and, you know, but usually when we hang around with single people, it's actually me and Hollywood together Mm -hmm. (laughs) hanging around with single people.
0: But if you notice, nobody hardly talks to anybody from high school anymore because
1: because everybody's moved on. They've grown and they've all gone their gone separate directions. I still see a lot of stuff on Facebook from people I went to high school with that are still hanging around together but they're all married couples or there's a lot of drama still from them. Oh yeah, there's still a lot of drama cuz some of the groups,
0: hmm, they don't under, <laughs> they don't understand that hey, you got to grow up at some point.
1: No, it's like high school's over, people. I mean, I grew we graduated 91. It's like it's
0: over. You don't grow as a person if you keep up with that. If same you keep grow.
1: trying to relive your past, the past is the past. Leave it there.
0: Because the past ain't gonna get you nowhere.
1: No, right. it's not. And um, and to be honest with you, the past is what hold a lot of people back.
0: It makes them want to live in the past. That's why
1: actually. some of us decide to go seek counselors so we can forget about our past. <laughs>
0: If you think about it and this is to be honest here not to be playful, it was just like yesterday we're 25. Yeah. And now we're 50, you don't got time for that. Mm-hmm. Literally, you don't got time for it.
1: No, you know, I mean, you don't want the kind of drama you had to deal with when you were in your 20s.
0: Do you think you're successful now?
1: Do I think I'm successful? Yeah, I do actually. I mean, we've got a pretty successful show. I think that makes me feel like a successful person. I've been able to watch myself grow over the years as far as a person through rewatching videos. Oh,
0: you actually rewatch this
1: every once in a while. I'll go to one like one of the first videos we've done and I'm like, wow, have I changed. Wow, and not I and suck back then. Right. And, and not just personality wise or the fact that I actually talk <laughs> now. Like if I could go back to one of our first episodes when we were Hollywood and China doll, I think that would be hilarious.
0: What actually play a clip and you just sitting there uh, uh. like
1: a deer in headlights. Right. You know, compared to now.
0: So part of the success. And then is also growing.
1: Well, yeah, that, and also like the physical aspects, as far as like how I've changed in looks, or uh, you know. Why is it always got to go to looks? Cause. It's <laughs> not easy
0: to look so beautiful. Yeah, China doll has uh, decided to
1: grow her hair all the way out again. Yeah, that's why there's no spikies. It's all. Sp- <laughs> it's all, like, extremely hairsprayed and gelled back. So, in about a year,
0: you're going to be able to see it uh, shoulder length, hopefully.
1: Um, well, we'll have to wait and see. I can't find the stuff I need, damn it.
0: Yeah, mane and tail. If you ever want your uh, hair to grow quick and <sighs> sh- freaking if yeah, mane and tail. Yeah. I can't wait to see your hair back to your shoulders. We'll or even, you know what? I used to hate it, your ponytails, but I can't wait to see that now.
1: I don't think I'll let it go as far as, like, a... Like past my shoulders.
0: Yeah, but you can still use it. I can still pad. do
1: my French braids and all that. The, when they're when it's shoulder length. So you'll yeah. see
0: a whole new China doll in
1: a, about a year, year and a half. Maybe we'll see how how it goes. What and made if you if uh, finally? Mad, sh- what do you mean? I'm get mad. If I don't get mad at my hair,
0: <laughs> I too, just put a bandana on it. You're fine.
1: Bandanas don't always solve it. I'm just gonna have to wait and see. Stay tuned.
0: Stay tuned for the <laughs> China hair, man. We're gonna go. <laughs> We're gonna continue this conversation. Happy, successful, and meaningful life. This is from Elon Musk. We're giving a little outlier here. With S R N News, I'm Jason Walker. United States spending more than seven hundred fifty billion dollars over the next ten years to completely overhaul its nuclear defenses. Here's John Scott with that story. And will replace systems that in some cases are more than 50 years old. But until each of those programs is ready, it's up to young military troops and government technicians across the U.S. to care for the existing bombs, often through delicate maintenance performed by hand. One official cautioned that the sweeping upgrades could also have the undesired effect of pushing Russia and China to improve and expand their arsenals. Time to get out of bed. (laughs) Time to put on the radio. <laughs> oh, you've already put it on. <laughs> You're listening to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio WMMRDB Rockford. Well, there's some of our tax money for the next ten years going into nuclear warfare. Oh, Jesus, you think humans would get rid of that shit?
1: What's we don't point? need. We
0: don't need nuclear weapons. What is
1: the point? We're gonna
0: kill ourselves when people say, "Hey, let's go into the future, like 2022 or 22." Or what it is.
1: What are you saying We're not going to be there.
0: <laughs> Say 2100. It's the year 2100.
1: We ain't gonna be here. It's going <laughs> to suck,
0: man. You know what's weird, though? What? We got grandkids. They're going to be living to 2100. Oh, Lord. You know, we'll be gone and dust by then. But
1: oh, what the... would you
0: want to see the future? No. You don't want to see the future. No. You don't want to know what it'd be like in 2150.
1: No. I don't even care why I, I, I don't care. I'm technological- not going to be here. I'm not going to be here to appreciate it or use it or whatever. Well, that's
0: fine. But what about the technology? If you could now, God, re- if the technology is anything,
1: technology is any more than what it is now. We're all going to go to hell. I I have to agree. I, to <laughs> I mean, agree. It's, it's enough.
0: So we were talking about uh, this subject and it's a very interesting one. China doll over here, throwing down some truth bombs and stuff like that. <laughs> And you're saying to yourself, what's that have to do with what Elon Musk has to say?
1: Very easy. And
0: I think it has a lot to do with the subject of a meaningful life. Because when you have outside influences, your life becomes hell.
1: Well, are we going to cover Elon Musk's? Well, in a minute, yes. Oh. In a minute. Am I right about that uh, observation? Yeah. You're right. I mean, that Dave, that this whole thing actually leads into his four simple, pl- his four simple things four simple thoughts. I don't know.
0: China dollars. at its best
1: right now. I know it's freaking Monday. Shut up. What the <laughs> hell's going on with you? I mother? don't know. It's Monday. It's Monday. Fun uh. day.
0: Again, uh, members only is going to be on Wednesday. So everybody knows. But uh, what's the first one?
1: Elon Musk. And you
0: said this led into something.
1: It does. Elon Musk on attachments, and in quotes, don't attach yourself to a person, place, or organization, Musk says. Attach yourself to a mission, a calling, or a purpose. That's how to keep your power and your peace. Wow. Wow. And then he asks. Well,
0: let's talk about that instead of you breezing through the article. No, he
1: asks a question. Does that make sense to you?
0: Makes huge sense to me. Because with attachments to other people, you're missing out on everything else. Yeah. And you fall into that big trap of letting them take you down with them.
1: I mean, have you ever sat there and just thought about what is your mission in life? What is your calling? What is your purpose?
0: And why are you? Why are
1: you here?
0: And a lot of people are just trying to get through life instead of being something.
1: Because if you think about it, your mission and your purpose are basically your goals that you've set for yourself in your life. What
0: I found lately is I try to separate myself from people that are going to bring me down. I have no interest in them anymore. None whatsoever.
1: I mean, as far as that goes, misery misery always wants company, but I am not the company you're going to keep. And
0: that's what basically it is is misery.
1: Yeah. And it and obviously you just want to stay miserable. So you stay miserable on your side of the fence because I don't want to be a part of it.
0: And it always seems like people that are miserable wants you to be.
1: Yeah. And guess what? No, I've grown. And like uh. and like he says,
0: attachments, you gotta be able to cut the cord on that.
1: You do. And it and you know what, people, it doesn't even matter if it's family. No, sometimes you got to cut the cord from family. Get I mean, get off the titty. You're too old to nurse.
0: Yeah, just go to cut the, away. Family events, but don't let them know anything. That's what we were talking about earlier.
1: Yeah, you basically got to keep a lot of your personal life personal. You know, don't you, you don't need to fill feed into all the family bullshit.
0: What I've been doing lately is asking myself when somebody brings up a problem, did you cause the problem yourself? Mm -hmm. I've been thinking about this lately. If you cause the problem yourself, then why are you whining to me?
1: Right. If you put yourself in that situation, then you got to figure your own way out of it. We're not going to be able to do it. The only person that can help you is you. You know, so you got to work your way through your own problem because you put yourself there. Because you're just going to keep finding out finding out and finding out that they really
0: don't want to change it.
1: You know, a lot of times people don't want to change their lives for the better. They're kind of stuck where they're at because they just don't even care anymore. And it's like, well, you obviously don't care. That means you're kind of miserable. That means stay over there.
0: Sometimes (laughs) I don't understand how somebody can go through life making their issue somebody else's. I can't see that. It's hard to even understand them.
1: Because people don't want to take responsibility for their own actions.
0: And we talked about that last week at length.
1: Yeah. And and that's a big thing now is people don't take responsibility for their own actions. They don't take responsibility when they screw up. They they want to blame the society. They want to blame other people.
0: And I think that's what Elon Musk meant by attachments. Because he knows that's a big problem.
1: Well, like in his case, okay, he's what? He's an entrepreneur.
0: He's huge. He's the richest man in the world.
1: And his goal is to help people lead healthier, fitter lives. Attaching yourself to a particular platform or method of delivery can be limiting. Well, that is true. And he says you need to stay flexible.
0: He's basically saying don't have tunnel vision.
1: Exactly. Don't live your life with blinders on. And that's what
0: people do. And when you just said blinders, people don't catch what somebody's trying to do to them.
1: Exactly. Because you had
0: blinders on a long time.
1: I did. Not anymore.
0: And my it, eyes well, are we, wide n- open. We now know we no, not anymore. We don't have to beat that horse to death. But you didn't see stuff that
1: came at you. No, I didn't. Because I thought this is how life is. And I was just on that one track mind.
0: What did that do to you as a person? It didn't make you grow.
1: No, it broke me, to be honest. Broke you? It broke me. Do tell. Well, it did. I mean, come on. It broke me down. It it uh, it uh ate at me because I never realized that people are that vindictive. I mean, I've heard of people being vindictive, but I've never had it happen to me. And once it happens to you, your whole life changes. Your whole life changes because you're like, "Oh my God, is this really how life is? I need to wake then up." Then the
0: que- you start questioning in yourself.
1: I start questioning, like when I, I personally, I would start questioning my self worth, my self esteem. <coughs> you know what I really want to accomplish in life. I started questioning everything about myself. China doll should be
0: paying Hollywood for the counseling fee. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you got to admit, man. Bill I me for deep. the copay. pay You, you got to admit, I get deep, man. I, I I dig deep. You know, that's just like uh, the last show that we did uh, with uh, Mooch. Mooch. I don't want to hear over and over and over again about a club stuff. No. I want to get to know the person.
1: And he became a very successful person getting his master's degree in social work.
0: Well, he did. But a lot of people don't understand on a platform like Insane Throttle that there's more to life. There's only so much you can talk about an MC. There's so much you can talk about motorcycles. You got to get to know the people. Right. And the only way to do that is to dig deeper. Mm Mm-hmm i think i i don't like shallow people either because they don't want to open their mind up
1: no there's a lot of closed minded people in this world and i kind of don't understand why to be honest with you because the world is such a big place and there's so this, much
0: this coming from somebody who wants to, you know is afraid to change
1: shut up it's a big place it doesn't mean i <laughs> want to move <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, you got to love China. (laughs) What? Got to love China.
1: I mean, what you want to achieve in life is what matters (laughs) most. And where and with whom you try to achieve it supports your primary purpose, doesn't it?
0: A lot of people don't want to contribute to your purpose. And I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about your emotional
1: health. Well, see, that's the big thing nowadays is everybody's emotional health is at risk because of how other people are.
0: You know what? Growing up, we never heard of much about anxiety, about depression.
1: You might not have, but I'm ta-
0: I you know, I'm not, I'm, not <laughs> I'm talking outside your family. Don't I was like, about I, you I, was like I grew up with it. But I'm talking outside the family. You no. never really heard about it. Mm-mm. And I think that's just a change of the times where people are more emotional now yeah. than they were.
1: Yeah, and some people are a little overboard with it.
0: We got to ask ourselves, though, is that good or
1: bad? I think it could go both ways, to be honest. It could be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it's going to be on depending on the situation.
0: You got to ask yourself how happy you really are around people. Like me, I have a hard time connecting to where I get into a rhythm with them because with me, it's always okay. What's going to come next from you? Yeah. Cause people are devious. Man. <laughs> what are you thing. really, what are you really out for? And that's a lot of people are like that.
1: Yeah. You want to see the bigger picture
0: and the bigger picture is of something that really isn't around,
1: Mm-mm. you know,
0: take it. You're on your deathbed. Who's going to be there? Your family. Yeah. Hopefully. You're not going to have all your friends and all that bullshit around you.
1: Mm -mm. They'll
0: be at the funeral, maybe.
1: Yeah, but you know what? They may be at the funeral, but why weren't they around when you were living?
0: Yeah, they're going to sit there, talk about good times, and it's like, okay. That was in high school, dickhead.
1: We could have had more good times if you came around after the fact.
0: But you got you can't blame them because maybe they're doing the same thing, that they're just living in their own little world with their immediate family.
1: Well, that's true as well. But, you know, people also got to realize that, hey, nowadays everybody's got a phone. Phones go two ways.
0: I don't think it really bugs me if people don't call me because half the time I don't answer. and Well, 75% of the time I don't answer because I don't got the phone by
1: me. Yeah, most of the time you don't even bother with it.
0: You don't my friends get pissed about that?
1: That's because your friends have now come to the terms that they just reach me because usually if you don't answer on the first time, they'll just contact me because I always have my phone.
0: I think it gives me more peace not having the phone by me.
1: Well, yeah, cuz you don't like to deal.
0: I think I I treat it like w- what a home phone used to be.
1: You kind of do I because answer, you, I answer because you mainly leave it at home. We go out, we go out somewhere like We went out Saturday and you looked at me. You actually brought your phone, but you put it in. the. I use
0: it for phone, but you
1: used it for Uh, for our music, music, for the music. And it's like.
0: Other than that, I don't like it.
1: Mm -mm. And then when we weren't on the bike, you locked it in the trunk of the bike. (laughs) You're just like, here, you got yours. I don't even care. Literally.
0: But I think that says a lot with me that. I want to enjoy the moment. I don't want to be interrupted. Right. That's just like, remember, we it was around six or seven o'clock at night. Nobody was allowed to call you because of dinner.
1: Yeah. Well, at our house, it was five. And then at nine o'clock. Nobody could call at all. Because
0: it was bedtime. Yeah. I think we should go back to that. Because it makes things a lot more happier. Because who wants to get a call at 9 o'clock at night that uh, something's wrong or somebody's bitching about something and you're about to go to bed?
1: Yeah. I mean, even if you're not going to, going to bed, usually 9 p.m. is uh, it's like you're getting ready. You're it's rela- me time. You're, you're relaxing. It's your me time. It's your, hey, I'm going to just go soak in the tub or stand in the shower just to like be like, have your moment
0: before you go to bed. But it's not respected anymore.
1: No, you get phone calls at all hours.
0: That's why at nine o'clock, I won't even look at my phone.
1: Mm-mm. I do. <laughs> well,
0: that's good. You know what? I think it's the, I did think that it takes away from, uh, happiness for you. What do you mean? You're inglamoured with that damn phone and it takes away from other stuff you could be doing.
1: Yeah, well, there's a lot of stuff that I do on my phone. I just don't use it (laughs) for social media. I mean, I'm looking up news stories. I'm looking up.
0: Yeah, but there's at a point you got to step away like me. I'll step away from this shit.
1: Well, I'll be honest with you. I wasn't on it hardly at all today. And
0: I think it made you better.
1: I was pretty late today. Well, I should say yesterday. Yesterday was a pretty lazy day. I barely was using my phone. And it.
0: Didn't it make you feel better?
1: Yeah, caught up on some TV shows.
0: (laughs) So what else does he say besides having acquaintances?
1: Um, Elon Musk on being a leader. Don't try to be a leader for the sake of being a leader, Musk says. A lot of times the people you want as leaders are the people who don't want to be leaders. Oh, man, I think that's true as hell. And the funny thing is, is Steve Jobs, Jobs, Jobs. He actually agreed. Jobs said that, you know who the best managers are. They're the great individual contributors who never, ever want to be manager, but decide they want to be a manager because no one else is going to be able to do as good of a job as them.
0: And I think that's correct. Those that are looking for power, they're the biggest dicks.
1: They're the ones that shouldn't be in power.
0: And God. you fa you face that all the time.
1: Yeah. A lot of times I when, face that. A lot of times when people get that manager title, it goes to their head. And it, it, it should uh, you
0: ever notice how somebody that gets that? See, one thing I'll never understand is if I put out a couple million dollars for a business, I'm gonna have somebody that runs that place the way it should be a business. Right. But once they get it, it's like, oh, they're never here. They take off. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's successful. No. Because they want it. But they want it for the wrong reasons.
1: That's just it. I think a lot
0: people around. I
1: think a lot of people get put into management positions that don't really deserve it. Are not qualified. And they're not qualified to have it. Like at all. And then when they get it, it goes to their head being like, well, I'm the manager. And it's like half the time you want to look at them and go. Well, then you and uh,
0: me, I'm one of them guys to say, okay, then if you're a manager of a multi-million dollar company, why is your finances all fucked up? Yeah, for real. That's the first thing I'm going to ask.
1: Or why don't you have your priorities together?
0: So why would you put somebody in there? I think they just do it to do it.
1: I think they do it because they don't want to take the time to find the best person for the job
0: or pay them. I think it's easier to pay somebody their worth and make your money than to hand it to somebody that can, I've seen a whole businesses get ruined.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. They, you see it around
0: here all the time. Yeah. You have these small businesses. They put these people in there. Next thing you know, it's gone. That's why you see under, uh, under new management, that means they just fired their manager and they're putting somebody else in. Yep. Because they destroyed because the, the business the
1: prior manager manager made it go to the shitter.
0: And I couldn't handle that as a multi-million dollar business. Mm-mm. But it's like nothing to them.
1: No, it's like a drop in the
0: puddle. And success is not being a boss.
1: No. Mm-mm.
0: A lot of people think that's what it is, is you're a successful person when you're a boss. No, it's how you expand it, if you ask me.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that hire employees simply because a successful business has employees that may be counterproductive. What do you mean by that? That you really need to hire people that will help you expand your business, not tear it down. And that's what a lot of people end up doing because
0: they don't got the education. They don't got the experience.
1: And and they don't got the drive. if, If you look at some places when you go in there, you know, some businesses when you go in there, I think a lot of times companies are hiring people just to fill that empty slot. And just to have a body there. Mm. If they don't really do their due diligence and then research on these employees to see whether or not they can handle what they're offering them, mm. so they just, just because
0: they worked there for so many years don't mean they can actually do the job. Exactly. That's what I hate. Say like a McDonald's. Everybody laughs about that, but that's a multi-million-dollar business. Yep. You're going to throw people in there that don't have the the, uh, knowledge to do the job?
1: Isn't that what they usually do? It is. Hail to the king, baby. You're going to need a bigger boat. I love
0: the smell of napalm in the morning.
1: Hey, where are the white women at? Killer tunes that don't
0: suck. W-M-M-R-D-B-Rockbird. If you're just joining us, Elon Musk says living in a happy, successful, and meaningful life comes down to four simple things. What's another one?
1: Elon Musk on the power of simplicity.
0: Everybody it, wants to overthink everything all the time.
1: It says in simpler terms... A first uh, a, 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 China dollism. Here it is. A well, not first. many
0: Hollywoodisms today.
1: <laughs> a first principle is a basic proposition or assumption that cannot be deduced from any other proposition or assumption. He
0: did not make that simple.
1: No, a fact or conclusion that is only conclusion, regardless of your perspective.
0: I have no fucking. I don't clue know what, what the fuck
1: he just said. Or as he said in his 2013 <laughs> TED Talk, boiling things down to their fundamental truths and reasoning up from there.
0: Okay. Maybe that's a little better.
1: That kind of makes more sense. So basically, kiss.
0: Keep it simple, stupid.
1: Exactly.
0: God, I a lot remember. of people overthink that stuff. A
1: lot of people don't even think about that 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 symbolism.
0: Well, I know you don't because sometimes you like overcomplicate shit and it's like, really, China? Shut up. know <laughs> it do. ain't that hard.
1: Keep it simple. Stupid.
0: Why don't you remember it?
1: I don't know, because like you just brought it up and I'm like, holy crap, I haven't thought about that in a long time.
0: And it not makes a you pop- happier.
1: Not, not a lot of people even bring up the fundamentals of that.
0: Well, you got to keep it simple because you overcomplicate it. Then next thing you know, you're you're all confused.
1: Well, and it's also like the saying um, "Work smarter, not harder. Well, yeah, but people don't use that to their advantage. People are too busy busting their ass and not thinking and thinking like the easier way to get to from point A to point B.
0: I think people just want to overdo it and make their lives harder nowadays.
1: Mm-hmm. They do.
0: And it don't need to be that way. Me, I I always take it simpler. I think that's why I got a, you know, different view on things. True. There's, there's either or. I don't have a gray area. Makes me more happier.
1: Well, he talks about like when he launches a business, he says businesses solve problems customers are willing to pay to have solved. If you aren't solving a real problem, a problem will be happy to pay. They will be happy to pay to have you solve. You won't have a business, at least not for long. Well, very. So basically, if you have a business that people are willing to pay for, then you need to make that as successful as possible. And if you can't bring in the, the customers to that business, you will no longer have it.
0: Very damn true. That's why a lot of people go under under the, new management things because
1: they failed at that. Because the the first group of managements screwed it up for everyone.
0: See, that's what a manager should do is take ownership and act like it's their business, and they'd be more successful that way than you know trying to skate by,
1: right. But I mean, you you got to take you, you got to instead of thinking too far ahead in life, you know, think about like when you're in a business or you're even at work. Think, Where I
0: want to be a year from now,
1: you know, th- think just, yeah, like as far as year. I mean, sometimes people like myself, I, I just try and figure out how the week is going to go and then work from there. Uh, I like that, though. You know, try not to overwhelm yourself, because if you get overwhelmed, you're going to get mentally frustrated. So I always take it from the China now. I always take it like one week at a time. What do I want to accomplish this week?
0: And how does that work for you?
1: It works a lot better than what, what do I want to accomplish three months from now? Just take one week at a time. Some people go as much as just taking one day at a time because you just want to get through the day. You know, it's like my way of getting through the day when I'm like at my job is I joke around with the customers. I have fun with the customers because I got to get through my shift.
0: And I think if you look too far ahead, that's when you start failing.
1: I think that's true. If you look too far ahead, you're going to start getting down on yourself because you're going to sit here and go, I'm not getting there fast enough. Because you're putting too much pressure on yourself. And that
0: can end you real quick
1: yeah, it's definitely That's can. where depression comes up, mm-hmm. anxiety comes up, yeah. and then you're gonna put yourself possibly in the risk of the silent killer.
0: Mm. And what is that? Heart attack? Well, yeah, though
1: <laughs>
0: just those that don't know exactly. And stress is really a Stress is a
1: big killer nowadays. People don't
0: understand how big of a killer stress is.
1: And the best thing to do in life is try and reduce your stress as much as possible.
0: Yes, be the stress. Don't
1: take it. There you go. Be a Hollywood. Yeah, be a Hollywood. Don't don't take it. Give it. I love doing that. I've started to do that a little bit. And how
0: does it make you feel? (laughs)
1: It kind of makes me giggle.
0: Why does it make you giggle?
1: (laughs) Because of the fact that... I hate being, like, even at work, being, like, under stress because crap's not going the way it should go. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to dish it out instead of take it.
0: And you come home happy.
1: (laughs) And then I come home laughing (laughs) instead of coming home going, God damn it! You know?
0: Because I always, you know what? I always, once you leave work, you leave it at work. It's, you can't do nothing about it.
1: Right. Right. Because the the day's over.
0: You had a shitty day. Okay, well, fuck. Try again tomorrow.
1: Chalk it up as lesson learned and move on to the next day. Chuck it in the bucket
0: bucket, like you said.
1: I say that all the time. Just chuck it in the bucket bucket. Yes, China Doll's
0: Doll's growing a little bit. It's actually becoming more sane around here.
1: Because
0: we have to admit 90% of the problems is China Doll.
1: (laughs) Shut up. She's
0: finally being able to admit that.
1: I am a problem.
0: Um, I'm not talking in a funny sense. You're you're confronting them.
1: I am a problem. I'm a problem person. And I'm slowly finding out that I'm making still in the process of learning how to not make things bigger than what they are.
0: Yeah, mountain on the molehill. That that should be your motto. <laughs> Stop making mountains out no, of mohills. I make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> it should be your freaking saying. My mantra. Look at her over here playing
1: with her damn hair in a show. I know, because I'm cute. Uh Uh-huh. I can't help it. I'm so cute. What else we got here? Uh, His fourth one. Elon Musk on taking risks. In a 2014 commencement speech, Musk told graduates... Now it is time to take risks. As you get older, your obligations increase. And once you have a family, you start to take risks, not just on yourself, but for your family as well. It gets much harder to do things and might not work out. Ooh,
0: very good one.
1: I think that was a good speech. I wish I was the graduate of that speech.
0: Yeah, because when you get our age, it is hard to do any more risk. You Mm -hmm. You can't take them. Because you got a lot to lose at that point.
1: Well, the biggest thing that he likes that must like his, I guess you could say it's like one of his mantras um, is so now it's time for you to do that before you have those obligations of like a significant other or a family. Because you're responsible for them. Uh, He encourages people to take risks now and do something bold and you won't regret it. Basically, like if they want to. Well, be, that's why
0: there's a lot more uh, multi-millionaires in their
1: twenties mm-hmm. because they're taking a risk, and they're not in. And, and you're doing it by yourself. You're not involving, you other know, people. other people. You know, when you get out of high school, if you go to college or choose not to go to college, whatever your choices are, then you've got to think the bigger picture and decide this is what I want to do. Uh, how do I get there?
0: Look at you go. What? You're being smartical today. It's a rare occurrence, but you're being smart Enjoy smartical. it while you got yeah, it. Enjoy
1: it while you got it, man. China <laughs> Dow
0: like throwing down
1: here. I mean, I think that makes total sense. I mean, I wish I would have known that when I got out of high school. To really think, even while I was like during my senior year, to really think about what I wanted to do with my life because I never really thought about it, to be honest. I just figured what I was good at in high school during my senior year that I would go and do that, and that ended up failing.
0: Well, how has it affected you now that you really notice?
1: Um. There were a couple, there was something I always wanted to, you know, and over the past, like maybe 10 or 15 years that I've always thought about that I wanted to do. But now I sit here and go, am I too old? What is that? Be a phlebotomist. You're not too old for that. Uh I want to be the one that draws blood. Is that weird? It
0: only takes you going to school to do it. And it's like a six month class. So you have to ask yourself what's
1: wrong with you. It's not so much what's wrong with me as it's whether or not that uh, it's gonna work into my schedule.
0: So you're gonna sit there and so worry I would have to
1: it. contact the school and find out because I found out the I did find out the location of where it is and it's out in Monroe. Yeah. It's not where we thought it was gonna be. So I don't so know it's if still, I want to travel.
0: Still, it's still not that far away.
1: So I would have to do more research and maybe talk to somebody.
0: But how's the, if you're just going to keep it at the research point.
1: Well, I got to talk to somebody so I have questions answered because you can't answer them. Well, I know that, can. but are you
0: going to take the steps to actually do it or I stay want on it. your phone?
1: No, I want to do it.
0: So you should wake up tomorrow and say, hey, I want to, I got to do this today. Or you'll never
1: do it. Yeah, I know. I got to. I mean, unfortunately, this year has already started, so I'd either have to go in and, uh january and january or wait until the following year which i don't want to push it off that far
0: so january would be a good one but you're the one who's got to make the move i, know, I can't tell you
1: i know i gotta make the call
0: so we'll see if china Dow makes the call we'll see <laughs> you shouldn't have to say we'll see it's i'll do it
1: i'll make the call
0: Stop it. everybody has to hold her accountable on this <laughs> everybody has to make her well you
1: know being that it's already monday it probably won't be till tuesday after the show (laughs) to make the call oh well
0: anyway that's the show for today i appreciate everybody uh showing up and all that good stuff for us don't forget to like and subscribe you all rock and that's it for a motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem don't forget to visit us on spotify apple itunes And all major podcast platforms For all the replays Of Motorcycle Madhouse shows Don't miss out on our lives Monday through Friday